Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Hey, yo, it's beeping and rap. Let me just bond with y'all for a minute. Look, I ain't asking that nigga for nothing. I took the heart away. G died and Mo doing time. That took my heart away. In the booth, I be whipping up magic. I'm Penny Hardaway. Hardaway. Young Penny Hardaway. Real nigga since day one. I ain't never had to play one. Stay down, ain't never fold. It's a lot at stake, but I'm A1. Name good in the streets too. Resume on point like a Ginsu. It ain't much I ain't been through. If you was me, you would've been through. Yeah. Yeah. You see the pain. You see the pain in my eyes. Barely can sleep and mama been drinking since my brother died. Not yet. Hey, shit I've been through wasn't supposed to survive But not only alive, was able to thrive I'm one of them guys And I can't fuck with you niggas Cause you niggas fake You niggas fake You niggas fake Talk shit when I'm gone But smile in my face Yeah, I know Don't play with me I will not give you a break I pull your card Get your shit cracked Like it was a chase All that tough shit I ain't with that That's goofy You get knocked off You keep running around With them fake G's It's Gucci And yeah, I heard through the grapevine Little nigga wanna take mine Stump him out in these white phones Make it look like a hate crime Beat a nigga like a baseline 40 cal on my waistline Catch him slipping while he on the block And pull him on him from the baseline Always had a 9 to 5 Feel move work cross state line I ain't need to have an iPhone If I got caught, I would FaceTime Young nigga, chasing dreams Send me with me, Prince Hakeem Ain't nothing sweet like a diabetic If I go today, I would die a legend Facts I'm going hard in this bitch, erection <laughs> Me lose, cut it out, C-section, yeah I ain't asking that nigga for nothing, I took the heart away G died, and Mo doing time, that took my heart away In the booth, I be whipping up magic, I'm Penny Hardaway Hardaway, you know Penny Hardaway I ain't asking that nigga for nothing, I took the heart away G died, and Mo doing time, that took my heart away in the booth, I be whipping up magic, I'm Penny Hardaway. I am the one, yo Penny Hardaway. Fucking queen when we hit the scene 
Take off your clothes, say you on the bed, I don't want to go slow, go slow. Start from your neck, then I go to your toes. It's showtime, you're in me and you. Go light the candles, I put the camera in view. Baby, let's make love, the mirror can't watch us too. Baby, keep coming, I'll stop on the own door. It's showtime, let's make a movie. Hit it different angles. Don't stop. 
What is going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? What the fuck? I don't know what the fuck that be. But anyway, how y'all doing? I got a special treat for y'all. But first, it's your favorite host of the Buddy Toast Radio Rail. Welcome to OG Radio. But I have a big treat for y'all, okay? Um, I met this lady through TikTok. I normally don't fucking respond to uh, messages and shit, but I did. And then she ended up being a real goddamn person. And uh, bringing on the show is <laughs> none other than Tanika. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, yeah, like I was saying, y'all, I met her through TikTok. I, again, I don't normally fucking respond to messages and shit on there. I be getting some weird-ass shit on there, especially through fake-ass accounts or whatever. But I was like, eh, let me, let me you know. Whatever she tried to send me, it didn't go through. So I'm like, well, whatever you tried to send, it ain't go through. And it so happened. Uh, I'm going to let her explain what it was that she sent me, and we're going to get into that. Can y'all hear me? So go ahead. Yeah, everybody can hear you. I was just making sure, actually, I was just making sure y'all can hear me. I'm here. I'm here. What's going on, everybody? I mean, I can hear you. The listeners can. I mean, I, I mean, if they hear you, that's we can't hear them, but they hear you. No, I get it. <laughs> I just know, you know, this is my first time, so I just got to make sure I'm, you know, y'all can hear me. But I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> so oh, how yeah, we going to do this? Everybody, uh, Go ahead and explain to everybody what you do, who you is, where you from. So I'm Tanika. I'm originally from Chicago, South Side, born, kind of raised. I uh, moved to Springfield. I currently live in Springfield. Little small town, the capital of Illinois, very small, very boring, very just black. Um, I, I'm currently yeah, a like administrative assistant. <laughs> um, currently I'm an administrative assistant. Um, I make pretty good money, but you know, everybody wanna be a boss. Everybody wanna work for themselves, you know. So I I decided to start my own business. I'm a woman, so every woman nowadays is into hair I, I took a class i paid a lot of money for a class to make wigs and now i got a business going y'all can go ahead and log on to my website and check me out and see what i i didn't build from the ground up www.tanikaavantecollection.com um so i started this business like I said, I'm a woman. I don't like. I'm I'm cheap. I make good money. I'm good at saving, but I'm cheap. So if I can do it, I'm just gonna keep it a hundred. If I can, if I can, you know, do my own thing and not have to pay a million dollars, then that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm like, okay, I wear wigs. That's a new thing. I wear bundles, lashes, all of the things women into. But after you know, trying to save a little money I thought about you know the bigger picture my mom is like 
suffering from alopecia, and it's kind of been going on for, like, a couple of years now, but it's getting worse. It ain't to the level like how Jada Pika Smith is, but it's definitely getting to that point. So I make wigs that's glueless. So if you having issues around the edges or your hair can't grow or cancer or whatever you got going on, the glueless wig to me is better. You ain't got to worry about the stress, the glue pulling your hair out and none of that good stuff. So it, 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 it turned from a hobby and me saving money to me really trying to like help people and, you know, make women feel beautiful and confident and build they they self esteem back up. So that's what I'm on, and y'all can support me. I'm a I, I just been trying to push my name. I use my savings to start this business. So that's a little a little bit about me. And I got three kids. My my babies. They're my real babies. So. Yeah, that's, that's real dope, and I appreciate that you found something that you excited and more passionate about to do and help others. And the fact that you said you cheat, that's funny, because a lot of women will not admit that they cheat. A lot, a lot of women <laughs> out there be like, oh, I can't fuck with a nigga that's cheap, but what about the woman that's cheap? Ain't nothing wrong with being cheap. I mean, it's a different, it, it depends on how you look at it. Like, like it's certain things I'm cheap on. Like, <laughs> I guess you got to really break it down to what I'm cheap on. But like I said, if if I could do my own hair or make my own wig and save a couple of hundred dollars, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I feel so, that. I mean, like, I'm cheap, just not with myself. Like, I'll spend money on myself <laughs> with certain shit, like clothes, shoes, and jewelry and shit. But other shit, I'm like, eh, I mean, the gas is high, so, you know, be like that. I mean, it really, de- like wow. I said, it really depends. Because I spend some money on some clothes and shoes, too. But I also pop out in a Fashion Nova outfit and kill that shit. I even bop out in a Walmart outfit if it's really hitting like that. Walmart coming up. Now, I ain't going to buy my whole wardrobe. I ain't going to, the whole outfit ain't going to be Walmart from here to toe. But if you, you land, if you say you ain't got no shirt or no pants or something from Walmart, <laughs> it ain't how much that shit costs. It's who wearing it and if you're going to put that shit on. If you're going to make that shit look good, they're going to be like, damn, she really, she really put that shit on. You just got to know how to stack. It's really about fashion. You got to know how to style that shit up. Like I said, I got expensive shit, and then I got cheap shit. It's it's really about how you dress it up and, and rock it. You got to make it do what it do. And that's crazy because women can definitely pull off a whole outfit from fucking Target and Walmart and shit. Niggas can't do that. Niggas cannot. They, y'all can. Like, y'all can. Y'all can. Stop, Maybe stop, a white stop, tee stop or a black tee from out of Walmart. I will. I, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I ain't even catch me wearing no pants at Walmart. Now I might buy some damn swim shorts or some jersey type shorts or something. But I ain't, you know, I ain't. <laughs> you even catch me no shit. I can dig it. Guys, y'all different. 
Y'all different. Y'all can't yeah, do we, what we, we do. do. Now, if you got kids, sure. Like, I, you know, some stuff I'll get myself, not a Walmart, but shit. All my motherfucking crumb snatches. <sighs> they all name brand because of me. I kind of I feel like I fucked up by spoiling spoiling them with that shit. So like, yeah, if I be like, yo, we should go shop at Walmart, they all go look at me like, nigga, what? Shop where? <laughs> ah, dad, you tripping? <laughs> like, damn. <sighs> but you know, as long as they do good in school, whatever the case, clean up, do their chores and shit, I'll buy it. You know, can't tell my kids no. I mean, but sometimes up. you do. I'm, I'm, I'm. Sometimes you do, though. I'm learning with my daughter. Like, you can't get in the world. You want to, but they don't appreciate that shit nowadays. And it's like we working too hard for them to just know. Mama gonna do it. Daddy gonna do it. So, you know, nah. You finna work for this shit. You finna appreciate this shit because I work way too hard. I swear. I'll be trying to tell my oldest. She's at the age where she she hey, she can go ahead and apply and get a job and shit. <laughs> Money don't grow on trees at all. If it did, I'd be the richest nigga in the world. It definitely don't. I wasn't, I wasn't six years old with no iPhone 13. I didn't have all that. I didn't have no iPad, none of that shit. So you gonna get your act together. You gonna appreciate this shit, or you ain't gonna have it no more. But see, yeah, my daughter we came to the point down. where. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was go gonna ahead. say my daughter getting to the point where even if I take her shit away, it's like she like she don't say fuck it because she really is a good kid. She she she's very you know, but every kid got their moment. But if I take her shit right. away, she she just brush that shit off like all right, I know I'm gonna get it back. Like, come on now. You got to cry in the car, huh? Right. Now, we grew up in the era where we had motherfucking the goddamn phone with the cords and shit. You know what I'm saying? Our people, our, our parents and shit, used to monitor how long we stayed on the phone. Make sure they call the house because it's free. If you call out, I got to pay for that shit type shit. You know? Like, that's. We grew up. They would never fucking know. They would never understand. They just go all into technology. Like, every kid got a phone. Don't nobody go outside no more. I was surprised. Like, yesterday, um, went to a barbecue. I was surprised to see my son outside in the front using chalk on the front and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, all right, what are you going to do with it? He's spelling shit. Then he drew the little hopscotch shit. I'm like, oh, this nigga know how to play hopscotch. All right. Like, all right, you learn it. You learn it. Now, today's topic was supposed to be all about business, but I forgot, like, two weeks ago, I was supposed to do, uh, what was I supposed to do? I was supposed to talk about, uh, I do little segments called Confessions of a Side Chick or a Side Guy. Like, I'll have people email me about they whatever they want to confess and shit. Now, I ain't do it two weeks ago because I was, I think we ended season 10, and then we took a week off, and now we at season 11. So, we'll get into that in a little bit. I got two stories, three stories. I got to go back and look. But before we get into that, uh, we're gonna 
we're gonna um what the fuck am I trying to say? Spit it out. Spit it out. We go uh, take a little break real quick. I'm going to play a couple tracks, and uh, we'll get back to it. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. Um, I know what I'm going to play. This track right here is from Chicago's very own public announcement featuring Lil Boosie. Shout out to public announcement and Boosie. They fuck with us very heavy for them to be sending us music and shit. So uh, without further ado, here's public announcement. It's your boy Radio Rail and Tanika. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you. And there gonna be somebody bumping going on, somebody bumping going on. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you. And there gonna be somebody bumping going on, somebody bumping going on. So let me work your body, work your body, work your, work your body. About this moment, know you thought about this moment too. So I'ma grip up on that ass like some plot. So baby, please excuse my hand. And we can meet up in the hotel lobby. We can get the party started. And we can keep it on the down low, shotty. We ain't gotta tell nobody. And I'ma work your body. Hands all over your body. And I'ma kiss all over your body. Every single inch of your body. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you. And there gonna be somebody bumping going on, somebody bumping going on. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you. And there gonna be somebody bumping going on, somebody bumping going on. So let me work your body, work your body, work your, work your body. Yeah. 
Like me, he tryna hump on a bitch like me. He wanna ride in the passenger seat, but I told him ain't shit free. Fifty on three, ain't shit cheap. Drop another G, ain't shit sweet. Cavity to teeth. He about six three, ride him like a ten speed. All up in the whip, he murder for the plea. I only fuck with a nigga got bread, good head, big feet and big beds, low fade, bald head of the dread. Stick shift, I drift, I rev. Christmas, I gift, I sled. Lift, lift, suicide all dead. Quick, quick. Put the metal to the pad. We crisp, I be the butter for the spread, nigga. Amen. I cruising, I cruising, Medusa the skin. Two different blues, bitch. I'm BB, I spin. Gator paints in the bank, out the I to the M. Rolling in dough, look like pound and What a coupe too red with the top dead. Inside looking like Nino. Thoroughbred nigga like a mop head. Got a rich same color as the Pico. Left for a little minute, now he back down. And the hood poppin' willies like Rico. Keep a dollar like his first name, Creflo. Presto money, baby, I ain't tryna preach though. Good game, but he ain't tryna ref her. Good game, so he probably you have her. Stone cold for the kill, no wrestler. I got ease on my line, though Tesla. I got Vins on the rims, chrome diesel. Fire with the pipe, the exhaust blow, freezo. Candy for the paint, wood grain be the easel. Slick shit, a hundred thou for the free throw. Let him eat though. We are back live. That last track right there is from OG Radio's very own Nola F. Ryan with Drift. You can catch her music and any other music that I play on this show on all major music platforms. And uh, it's time for the <laughs> side chick confessions and side guys. Well, today I got a bunch of chicks. I got a couple of chicks. Um, again... They're anonymous, and then I, I'm going <laughs> to – I got a story for y'all as well uh, that happened to me, but I'll get into that. But this first one is, again, they're anonymous, so I ain't going to say her name, but she decided to share. This is her story. <clears throat> Once upon a time, I was a restaurant manager. We had a newly promoted manager. He was still in training. One evening, he called me for help. 
on a signing gift card. I walked him through the process, and the conversation ended. The next morning, my phone was being blown up from a private phone number. I answered it. It was his wife on the line, accusing us of having an affair because of the two-minute because of the two-minute conversation. I assured her there was nothing going on. She was a very jealous, possessive woman. I could tell by the conversation it reminded me of my husband as I was growing tired of his jealousy and possessiveness. The woman called me a few times after that and accused me. I told her if she accused me of fucking her man one more time that I would. And it, <laughs> Damn. And if I fuck him, I'll take him. Well, she accused me again, so I did exactly what I said. I fucked him, and we began to have an affair. After six months, he did leave his wife, and I left my husband. We were together and very much in love for a good eight years. We still talk all the time. It will always be a part of each other's life. God damn. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. That's funny. That's, that's what you hear in, like, movies. Like, shit like that happened in movies. Like, they, she legit left her husband, and he left his wife, and they fucked around for eight years. And then they stopped talking. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I ain't never been no crazy. <laughs> she told the woman if you accuse me one more time, I'll fuck your man. <laughs> that is fucking. She wanted to do that anyway. Real shit. Real shit she did. Cause ain't no way in hell, you know, ain't no way in hell. Cause I would have just blocked the damn number. From the get go, like you ain't supposed to keep calling my damn phone, accusing me of some dumb ass shit. What you think about that? I don't know, man. I'm so iffy about this type, this type of you know ordeal because I'm single, but like something similar to this. <laughs> I don't like bad bitches. I don't like bitches that like know that a man is with a woman. Like, I hear so many females be like, well, she don't owe you no loyalty and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we're going to say that. But nine times out of ten, the bitch already knew. So you don't owe me no loyalty, but my my hands don't owe you no loyalty either. So when I knock his ass out and then come knock your ass out, we I don't owe you no that no you know. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> like I really hate that with a passion. Like I can't come second to nobody, and if I know that you in a relationship, it, it it's it's a done deal. And then you married. That's even worse. Like, you can't be that desperate. You cannot be that desperate. You really can't. So, I don't know. 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 Maybe it's just to the the love, the the high school with me. I'd be ready to fight over shit like this. (laughs) I'd be having to take a step back. I just be having to take a step back and woo side. Girl, you can have him. If he was that easy for you to, to do what he did, you go ahead on. Go ahead. Y'all do what y'all do. I swear. That's it. <laughs> That's crazy. So I got another story. It's pretty quick. Um, <laughs> uh, this one is fucked up. Cause I've, I've lived through some shit like this. But, uh, whoo. 
I had this fake friend um, was trying to talk to my boyfriend. I found out back then I was reckless. I went out west with her to meet her man. Her, goddamn! I went out west with her to meet her man. Long story short, me and her man exchanged numbers. He used to drive from out west to pick me up from work, give me some head and some money. One time we did us, and then we all met up, and I watched this man kiss my fake friend after he ate me out. <laughs> that's fucked up. Oh my god, that's fucked up. Woo! <laughs> that is, uh, I don't know. I don't, that's tough. That's tough. Like you ate. Like you ain't brush your teeth, bro. Like you ain't put no mouthwash, no gum. You just went. Straight from eating pussy to kissing your girl, like, you know, that shit, if you got a mustache, especially if you got a mustache, like, motherfuckers can smell that shit. Like, you just, what the, must, the, what the, the mustache fuck? make it worse? Yeah, you know, like, even even if you eat a girl out and you even if you do kind of wash your face or whatever, however way men do it, you still kind of smell it. You know what I mean? It's still in the pores, you know. Like, that's crazy. She, she, mm, I don't know if I would have called Shorty a fake friend though, because like you fucked her man, ain't got money from him, and then you look your girl, your friend in the face it was all cool and everything was copacetic, knowing her man ate you out, and you watched them kiss. That's fucked up. Yeah, man. What they say though, these hoes ain't got no manners. At all. At all whatsoever. <laughs> she had no manners. I don't know who decided to call me while I'm trying to do a show, but uh yeah, gets no answer. But anyway, um I what do I think about that? Obviously, these people had to be young with these stories, you know, because, like, that's definitely some, some young, early 20s, late teenage type shit. You know, I can't see nobody trying to do that shit nowadays. But, like, whoo, that's tough. Like, I, mm, 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 mm. Man, they maybe, still maybe doing it. get back at Shorty. Yeah, yeah, you ain't lying about that. Maybe she was getting her back because she tried to talk to her guy something, maybe. But, like, that's one hell of a way to get a bitch back. <laughs> Guess what? Your man ate my pussy. Ah, that's fucked up. Um, Can you answer I'm this? Share. As a man, as a man, have you ever been a sad dude? <laughs> I already know the answer. You, better, just, you just gave me your answer right there. Wait, 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 wait. Better yet. No, nah, ain't no wait. No, listen, listen. Go ahead. Better yet, how about you telling the girl that you want to be the side dude? What? Why, though? See, I like getting a guy's perspective on this type of shit. Like, why you want to be the side dude? You don't want to love no woman for the rest of your life Uh, and be with one woman for the rest of your life? You want to sneak and geek? See, for me... Right, honest, honest speaking, growing up, I didn't want relationships. 
I really didn't. I, my first relationship was when I had my son. And even then, I wasn't even trying to have a relationship. I was trying to make it like a, we met in the wintertime. I was trying to make it like a little summer thing. And I ended up getting pregnant. I was 15. Ended up getting pregnant or whatever. So in my head, I'm like, damn, we got a baby together. Now I got to be with her. Then I had a conversation with my dad. Like, he told me, like, yo, just because you have a baby by a girl or by a woman doesn't mean you have to be with them. If you unhappy, get out of that situation. Ha, bet. Now, I was, I was bogus as hell at 16. Well, no, we broke up when I was, like, 17. I was bogus as hell because I called her, like, literally the next day after me and my dad had that combo, like, hey, yo, look, this ain't going to work. I'm sorry, but uh, we I'm breaking up with you. And that was that. But for me, I didn't never want to be in a relationship. And I had this thing where I didn't mind taking a woman from another nigga. Like, I'd rather deal with, at that time in my life, I'd rather deal with a chick that got something already because I don't want that. Like, I don't want the relationship. I just want to fuck you. That's just going to be that. So I don't mind being the side nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, call me when you want some dick or if you want some better dick than what you got. That was my thing. So I was the type to, hey, yo, I'm, I'm finna fuck you. Well, I don't know who you is, bro, but I'm finna fuck your girl. And the fact that I know I can, I'm going to try, and it's going to happen. So that was that was just me growing up. But, like, yeah, I, I didn't want a relationship like that. I always wanted to either just, you know, go through the whole phase with myself, just fuck, you know, whoever, or I'm going to fuck a chick that's already taken. I, I don't know, and I've said this on the show before, I have no idea how to approach women. I've never had to do that in my lifetime. They always approach me. And even to this day, they still approach me. And, like, I don't, like, who's at a, some type of setting, I don't know, club, lounge, whatever, out and about. I I don't, I never was a type to walk up to a woman and be like, hey, yo, you beautiful, da, 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 let me get your name. No, like, that's, that wasn't me. I was the type of nigga, if a chick walked by, every other nigga go holler, I'm going to just lay back in the cut. Like, if you spin the block, you know, come back around, and then all right. But other than that, nah. So like, I never had to pick no line, pick a line or nothing. But it, but I have one line that seemed to always work in life because a lot of these women have men. And this shit, this is how it went, right? I ask a chick like, "Yo, you in a relationship?" And if she so happened to be like, "Yes, I'm in a relationship," I'm like, "Oh shit, this shit finna work." So right after that, I'd be like, "Well, how long you had them problems?" Like that would throw a motherfucker off. Like, what? Like, damn, what? Like, yeah, how long you had them problems? And, like, that would get them every (laughs) fucking time. And they really be cool with just uh, fucking you and just keeping it moving. Man, look, statute of limitations (laughs) is up now. But but college days, oh, my God. So this, this will happen, right? Mind you, again, 17, I left my BM for another chick, pretty much. And we dated throughout high school and even part of college. Now, right before I went to college, I ended up tattooing this girl's name on my chest, and she had my name on her thigh. Right before I started college, I had another conversation with my dad. He was like, look, I'll be honest. You stupid as fuck for getting this girl tattooed on you. I'm like, man, no, I love this girl. I, 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 I'm going to marry her. This, that, and third, right? He's like, look, I'm going to tell you something. 
You finna start college. You finna see so much pussy from all over walks of life, different states, different countries and shit, and you gonna wanna fuck. I'm like, man, get your ass out of here. Like, I'm a one-woman man, bro. Like, I'm not finna be fucking on no women. Like, you tripping. I started school. I attended Robert Morris University downtown Chicago. I kid you not, I started and in that same first week, I fucked another chick. I'm like, yo, my dad was right. And <laughs> he <dude> was right. <laughs> and, like, whole phases and college. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was a hoe. It's just Again, so hard for guys to fight the temptation. It's just really so hard for guys to fight the temptation. Like, you can really have a good woman that's doing everything right. She could be fan as hell. She could have a good job. Even if we speaking in, you know, back in the day before everybody was on their shit, you know, house cars and all that, you can really, you know, have a good girl and you love her and want to be with her. Just like you said, you a one-woman man. You still would cheat. Like, why is it so hard for guys to just resist the temptation? Like, is it that y'all just want to have bragging rights or you want to be able to say you fucked her or, like, what is it that make y'all just go so wild? Because it's a lot of hoes out here, don't get me wrong, that's going to fuck and going to fuck the team. She going to fuck your dad. She going to fuck your grandpa. She going to fuck the dad. <laughs> but y'all, y'all really go hard. Y'all really don't care. Y'all and I'm not even saying you, I'm just speaking in general of guys. Like, y'all just, it's just so hard for y'all to resist the temptation. It is. Well, it, I, so, I, so, I could speak on then and now. So, back then, it was more so, I was still young. I was a fucking horn dog. So, like, I was, I, I wasn't fucking anything because I had my standards. But, like, yo, if you said you want to fuck, we fucking. That was pretty much like a lot of, and some of the girls I met, well, that, that went to my college, went to high school with me, and they was, they kind of was in their glow. It was like, you ain't never fucked with me in high school. Like, what's up? Like, oh, you want dick now? Let's go. Come back to my crib, you know. That, so for me, yeah, my younger days, I don't know. I just want to be a little, little thought. I ain't gonna lie. But like, me and my girl at the time, we definitely was on and off like a motherfucker. After a while, I was like, all right, fuck it. We get together, we get together. If not, shit, I'm going to keep hoeing. But a lot of it was during our little breakup stages, which happened like every other week, where I would literally leave her dorm room and go to another chick dorm room. Like, that was crazy. That fucked up. But, shit, I, at that particular point in life, I ain't give a damn. I'm like, shit, I'm in school. I'm having fun. Meet new people. Let's fuck. That's how that went. And a lot of it was with the women was word of mouth. Like they legit. Like if I went and fucked whatever chick, she'll go tell another friend, and they got interested and hit me up on the side. Like yeah, so I heard X, Y, and Z. Like oh shit, well you trying to find out? That's how that shit went. And then now, so do y'all got like a scoreboard though, like where y'all y'all got a scoreboard where y'all just be tallying up, like yep. Uh, back one. in the day, yeah, like I think I think back in the <laughs> day, yeah, because like me and my cousin, 
I don't want to say we was in competition, but like we kept track of who we fucked, how many, and all that type of shit. Like as I got older, I let that stupid shit go. It was like, all right, whatever happens, happens with whoever. But like college days, high school days, yeah, we definitely keeping track of that shit. And I don't know why it's stupid. It was just bragging rights. You could be like, yo. I fucked so-and-so. Hey, yo, look at my shorty. She bad as hell, ain't she? Yeah, we fucked. Like, that shit dumb as hell. But, like, that's just young-minded back then. I think now, I don't think it's bragging rights. I'm a firm believer of there's always somebody just a tad bit better at something than the person that you with. So, like, let's just say I'm with somebody, right, and she all that or whatever, but she lacks something. And I meet just a random ass chick and that little something that my girl lacks, like, damn, yo, I wish my girl was like that. Let me see what's, what's to this girl. And they fuck around and fucking shit. So I think for the temptation's sake, I don't want to say people get unhappy after a while, but it's just something that somebody always lacks that another person may have and it piques that interest just a little bit just a tad bit to make you want to go fuck. So it ain't no building her up or trying to, you know, see if you can bring that out of her. Like maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe you look at a different female for her body. She might have a better body. So instead of fucking her, why not just motivate your woman, go to the gym with your woman and get her in shape because, you know, the next nigga probably do that and gonna have your woman fan as hell. Then you're gonna be like, damn, look at her. I ain't know my true. woman had that all this true. potential. That is 100% true. But uh, I never I never say majority. I always use the word some. And I will say, honestly speaking, some women are so sensitive when it comes to that type of shit. Like, they can look at themselves like, oh, I don't like my body, whatever, whatever. But if like, if I came out and blazed, it was like, yo, you getting kind of fat. Like, yep, now her feelings is hurt because I said she fat. Like, I don't know, me, I'm straightforward. I'm very blunt. So sometimes if I do say some shit, it might come off as being fucked up. It ain't, it ain't even really like that. But, like, a lot of women are very sensitive. So, like, men kind of don't know how to say it. They don't know how to suggest like, hey, babe, you know what, maybe we should hit the gym. You know what I'm Let's get in shape together. Like, there's so many ways you can tell a woman without really telling her that, hey, you're gaining weight or whatever the case. I just think it's about the, the man's mindset, their maturity level of how they want to handle a situation. Like, now that I'm older, I know how to handle the situation. But back in the, you know, my younger days, yeah, I ain't gonna tell her shit. I can just go Fuck with this other chick. Now, I don't like my past, but I feel like if it wasn't for my past, I wouldn't be who I am today. I lived and learned a lot of shit. Yeah, we all do. But what about the women cheaters, though? They go out I there, can't speak good, on that because I, I can't... I, I, See, I'm glad you say that. I can't speak on a woman, a woman cheating. I can't. I don't think women cheat. Hoes cheat. <laughs> I think it's what? a difference. 
Oh, women don't cheat. And let me say this. Let me say this. You know what? I you introduced. Listen, 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 listen. When you introduced me on the show, you said we met on TikTok, you know, business, all that. So I ain't got no reason to lie to you or, you know, the, the fan people who tune in to listen tonight. I am 31 years old. I have never cheated on a man, ever. One man is a headache enough. One of y'all is enough. Y'all motherfuckers is a headache. I don't got time for two. And it's like I invest so much time, so much energy, and so much feelings into a person and that's why I feel like I fuck up at like I put all my eggs into one basket and then I'm like right now sitting here looking shitty as hell because I'm single and I feel like I did everything right I ain't no cheater you know none of that it, I just I don't I just don't see how people do it because even when it comes to sex I have to really have a connection with you. I don't just fuck. I make love. <laughs> I can't do that with two dudes. Like, I can't do it. I just can't. And it's like so many diseases and so much shit going on. I just I just can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, there, there, there is a I've guy. never cheated. Hey, look, you are a dime a dozen. That is amazing. That, that is amazing. I wish it was a not, way. You know. I wish it was a way to prove it. Like, I got so many haters, and it's like, I just want to vlog what they call that, vlog, you know, your life where you just got the camera on you 24-7, you got the camera in your house, Cause it's like I don't do shit. Y'all mad at the lamest person in the world. Like I don't have no type of you know life. That's what made me really start my business. Let me be productive. Let me do something more than just work and be a mom. Y'all be hating on a person that don't even do shit. It's like I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Cheating just ain't never been me. I want to take trips and shit, and I want to, you know, fuck on balconies and shit. I'm not going to be doing that with two, three, so bad different dudes. That's just, I just can't do it. Fellas, y'all hear that? Think- All right. So, so, so get at her, because she's she big single right now. You know, because once she take off, she ain't going to know who y'all is, so you better get her now. What a guy. I ain't going to know her soul. I don't even know my mama right now. Yeah, that. I always said, and, and <laughs> me doing radio, I've, I've developed a little bit of fame around, you know, locally, and, like, I've, I've signed some autographs in the past couple of years, but, like, I always said, if I ever got super famous, I if I was single, I wouldn't, I wouldn't date nobody, because, like, I wouldn't know at that particular time if Shorty want me for me, or she want me for my money, so, like, i I was a celebrity, like I, but I don't know what a relationship is. What's that? Mm-hmm. I relate to that shit like a motherfucker. 
And that's why it's just be so funny to me when I be seeing some of these new people who be in relationships. Like, you know you would not date this person if they didn't have money. That ain't even real love. Yeah. That relationship fake as hell. And right. you better hope you got a prenup. I'm just saying, man. These relationships don't be what it is. That's true. My don't even be happy. Really, they just. That's why I don't really follow and get into all the celebrity gossip, all that bullshit. Cause like they go through regular people shit, and all they do is fuck on each other and date each other. Like y'all niggas to me in Hollywood are weird as fuck. Y'all keep dating the same chick, and then get mad that she she got your baby and she left your ass, and now she wants your money. Like. If she did that in the last relationship, what makes you think she's going to do it in this? Like, y'all niggas are weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. Like, ain't no way in hell I'm going to get famous and want to start fucking on Kim K. Uh-uh. She didn't fuck half the population. I'm cool. <laughs> you probably would do it just to say you did it, but as far as nah, wiping you, her up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I have standards. I may, it may not be a lot, <laughs> but I got standards. It may not be a lot, but I got standards. Um, oh, damn, yeah, I'm supposed to share my my uh, my little side guy confession. I'm going to start it off by saying I did not know that I was a side nigga at this particular point in time. <laughs> this is, how old am I? I'm 31. This was legit 10 years ago. Now, I, I linked up with a chick that I was fucking with a while, you know, for a little while, but we kind of parted ways, whatever. Years go by, she hit me up out the blue, like, hey, how you been? Da, da, da. We get to talking and shit. And I was living in Glendale Heights at the time. She stayed in Addison. So she was like, hey, what you doing tonight? You should come over. It's cool. I ain't, I ain't doing shit. What's up? So we link up, up, whatever. We chilling, parlay, and all that, and then you know, when you, when the motherfucker offer you liquor, you kind of know what time it is, so I'm like, whatever, I'll fuck her. Mind you, I'm not really paying attention to no pictures in the house, how the house is set up, none of this shit, I'm just like, oh man, you doing good for yourself, you got your own spot, cool, you know, this shit, hey, that's what's up. Now, we in the bedroom, I'm, I'm fucking the shut up, right? I hear some keys jiggling at the door, She's like, oh, it's just the neighbors, you know, keep going. I'm, all right, whatever. Again, get right back into it. Then now this time I hear the door open. She's like, oh, shit, that's my husband. I'm, husband, bitch, what? Like, what, what? That's your husband. What the fuck? So I take my naked ass. I go hide in the closet. He walks in. You know, he's like, hey, baby, why are you sweating? She's like, oh, I was just in here. Working out, whatever. I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, she a good ass liar, but let's just see how this shit goes. Now, again, I'm hiding in the closet. They talking, whatever, for a hot little man, and he's like, man, what the fuck is that smell? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, anybody on this God given earth knows what sex smells like. No matter if you stink <laughs> or if you clean, we all know what sex smells like. It goes quiet for a good solid two minutes. I hear him walk past the closet. I hear him open up a drawer, close a drawer, right? All I heard was the cocking of a pistol. 
I'm like, oh, shit. I bust up out of the motherfucking closet and got running out the door, butt-ass naked, ran all the way to my car and drove the fuck home. Like, yo, that shit, that was crazy. I'm like, you know what, never How again. How you get past the like, man, though? So where the closet was, it was like a li- it was like a living room. There's the closet, the little uh, walkway going into uh, the dining room, and then the kitchen. So he went towards like the kitchen area, whatever drawer he went into. I guess that's where he held his gun at. So like I had a good maybe three seconds start in front of him in case he was for you know shoot some shit up. But yeah, that that nigga ran after me, chased me. I ran all the way to my damn car and got the fuck about to die, getting dressed in the car and shit. I guess shit was crazy. Like damn, you could have told me. Like I would have been okay if she was like, "Yo, I'm married, but like we going through something." And I want like, all right, cool, whatever. You could have gave me any story besides not telling me that you was married at all whatsoever, and that your husband, you and your husband live with each other. Like, that's fucked up. You know, man, if you go cheat, so have like, you ever talked to him again like, after that incident? Uh, not really. Um, like, we still Facebook <laughs> friends, so I don't really, I don't really, like, she hit me up maybe a couple of years ago just to see how I've been or whatever, but, like, uh-uh, you don't go on with your life, Shona. You try to get me killed out of here. Low key, I got stories for days. Like that's that's like the most very crazy one that I was ever part of. I was literally some shit out of the movie. Like I'm drilling this motherfucker. I hear keys banging. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's just the neighbors. Uh uh-uh, uh, bitch, throwing ain't nigga just opened the door. Oh, that's my husband. What? I should have paid attention to the house. I should have paid attention to the pictures on the walls and shit, but I didn't. Went on about this my man business. almost lost his life over some coochie. Right? It was good, too. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was good as hell. I was getting all into it, and that motherfucker fucked it up. <laughs> uh, I got another crazy-ass story. I was uh, 17. I was living in Robbins at the time, and everybody knows me. at 17 as the Dunkin' Donuts man. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, so like, you know, all the homies and shit, people from high school come get free donuts from me and shit. So there's this lady who used to come in, will come to the drive-thru all the time and order the same coffee the same way every day. She always wanted a small caramel, three creams, and extra, 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 hella fucking diabetes sugar and shit. So it got to the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, just pull it around. I already know what you want. Mind you, I'm 17. I don't even look, I didn't even look then how I look now. I didn't really have, well, I always had a mustache, but I didn't have a beard or none of that shit. But I, I, my voice was deep. So, like, some of the women who heard me through the drive-thru thought I was a grown-ass man whatever. Whatever. To me... She looked like she was like twenty twenty one. To her, I guess I looked like I was twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. But we never asked each other's age. We just got each other's phone number, texting, calling each other every night, and we linked. 
I'm coming to her house on the regular, fucking her or whatever. She did tell me she had kids, whatever, around the same age as me. Cool, you know, whatever. Again, just took time, not paying attention to pictures in the house. Uh, I ended up meeting another chick um, at my job, and she was 17. Of course, I'm fucking with her. We fucking whatever. I never paid attention, again, to the house. Come to find out, I was fucking the mother and the daughter. I didn't know the mother was, she was 30, almost 40. And I'm just like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, you this age, but I thought she was this age. And she thought that I was a grown-ass man. Like, they never knew that I was fucking one another. But she so happened to ask me, man, how old are you? Like, I'm 17. And she felt bad as fuck. I'm like, it's fine, you know, you just... Technically, my cougar, and I don't know, maybe, I, I guess you did rock the cradle, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's, that shit was wild. But ever since then, I was like, the maybe I should start paying attention ever, to my surroundings. What's the oldest you ever been? Like? So, she was the oldest. I believe she was 35, 36, and I was 17. So that was like the oldest. Damn. Yeah. She, I swear to God, she looked like a little fucking kid. I swear. She looked like she was a teenager or early 20s. When they say, when they say black don't crack, they, they weren't lying. You just took the words right out my mouth. I was just going to say that. Man. That shit was fucking wild. But it was good. I was mad she wanted to end it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girl, you just took my soul. You want to end shit? You want to break it, you break it off with me and shit? Then she stopped coming to Dunkin' Donuts altogether. I'm like, eh, that's crazy. <laughs> but at least I had your daughter, though. Ooh. But not really. So she, I, got, I got stories. So today. the mama was better? Uh, well... I would say, feeling-wise, of course the daughter was better because she was young and pure, you know, so she ain't doing a lot of dick. She was just doing my dick at the time. But when it comes to experience, her mama was, she, whew, shit. She was putting it on my little young ass. She taught me, she, you know what she, at that time in life, she taught me how to eat pussy the right way that particular time. That was amazing. I got stories today, but you know, another 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 radio show to talk about my my days. I guess, like I said earlier, the statute of limitations is up. So like, I can confess a whole lot of shit now. People can't get mad at me no more because I happened years ago. <laughs> I got an ex to this day to be like, yo, you ever tell me? I'm like, no, I ain't never did that shit. Nope. Mm-mm. Why am I at What's the craziest place you ever did? Like the like crazy, like you just sit back like, damn, I did it there. I don't know, cause like I did it everywhere. Um, <laughs> craziest place. I'm talking about crazy, like church to me. That's crazy, cause like you supposed to be praising the Lord. What is you doing? Well. 
Okay, well, that's the craziest place I did it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> In yep, the church, yep. though? Yep. I don't consider it church because I feel like the church is actually the actual sanctuary and everything else is just rooms at that point. That's how I looked at it. So I ain't really feel bad because I'm like, well, technically, this ain't a church. This is just a room inside of a building. The sanctuary is the actual church, but I. I'm not going to play with you trying to uh, break it down to not feel bad about doing it in the Lord's house. Talking about it's just a room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real. I, that's how I broke it down. Like, you know, I ain't going to feel bad. Because technically, to me, church is in the sanctuary. That's where all the praising and all the worship goes on. It don't go on in any other of these rooms. You know, all these other rooms, it, it don't mean nothing. It's just a room inside of a building with doors and windows. Nah, you but still yeah. got Sunday school. They still be saying prayers and all of that. It's just that area can fit more people. Don't try to cover it up. He has best in church, y'all. <laughs> he didn't have sex in the church. Didn't want to go back out there talking about some hallelujah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. That's what happened. We did it in a room inside <laughs> of a building. But uh, I don't know. That particular time, I was—I don't know. I was born and raised in that church. Um, I think uh, 25, 26 years of my life going to that church. But it led me to be spiritual. So I'm, I'm more spiritual than I am religious nowadays. So. I really don't feel bad now that I'm spiritual. <laughs> but that's probably like one of the craziest. Besides that, I was gonna say the uh the fucking beach on um seventy whatever whatever beach that is over east, over by that hidden ass rock with, with those trees and shit where everybody kinda be fucking at. <laughs> Matter of fact, no, I take it back. I think the craziest place was literally right outside of a hookah bar. Like, we was, I was smoking something. She wanted to smoke it with me. And in the 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 little alley right next to the hookah bar in front of, like, like whoever walked by was just go see it. Like, I didn't give a shit. We was trying to hide, but not really. So, like, we was by the dumpster. But, like, if you walk by, you go see us. But, like, yeah, I was definitely fucking outside in the open, in the public. It was nighttime, so maybe they couldn't see. I don't really know. That don't count, don't count then. That don't count then. You ever got caught? I have. In, in a fucking, uh, in a Chevy Cavalier. A Chevy Cavalier, ain't that like you like ten feet tall? How did you do that? I'm six foot. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But like, <laughs> I, I used to, I used to have a lot of sex in that damn car. So what happened was, uh, this I think I was in I was in college at this at this particular time, and me and this chick, uh, we met 
in English class or during uh, right before winter break. And then she gave me her number right after, right before we went on break or whatever. We talking. She sending me pictures and shit. I'm like, oh, nice. Like, yeah, where you at? What's up? Picked up. <clears throat> I used to go to this particular spot because, like, police don't really go over there. So I'm like, I'm going to just fuck in the car. Couldn't do it at her house because her grandmother, I swear to God, she just didn't sleep. I feel like every time I came over, she would never sleep. Couldn't really do it at my house at that time because in that particular time, my OG kicked me out of the house. So then my sister took over the room. So it wasn't like I could have took anywhere in the house. So we was fucking in the car, and the motherfucking police come knocking on the damn window. But thank God he didn't give us a ticket. But he was just like, man, y'all young. Y'all can't be doing this shit here. Go find a hotel or some shit. But, like, yeah, I got caught twice in the car. Damn. You a wild man. I, I lived a crazy life during college, man. I wouldn't even take yeah. that as you, though. Like, you look like a good boy who just, you know, not saying a version or anything, but not all these wild-ass stories. You would have thought I was like, wow, I, I, I look like that for real. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'll definitely take that as a compliment. No, I got, see, we got to sit down and drink and talk. I got stories for, I could, so I actually wanted to write a book. So my idea of the book was going to be um, Confessions of a Side Guy. And it was going to be my real-life true story, but it wasn't going to be – obviously, I wasn't going to use real names or myself, but it was going to be a lot of stuff that I did in this book. I, was, I still might write it. I don't know yet. I haven't came to the conclusion if I want to do it or not. Go for it, man. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be like fuck around with me over – 200 plus pages <laughs> of a lot of shit. I obviously can't ask you for a confession because you have nothing to confess. Mm-mm. I wish I did. I mean, no, I've don't. done things with my man. Like, if we talking about crazy places, I didn't did. We didn't did, you know. A little bit of everywhere. His mom, you know, I, you know, we didn't did some crazy places. I didn't have sex in some crazy places, but not just with random people. It's it's always been with the the person I ain't with. I think the most disrespectful place to have sex is your own parents' bed. They ain't never did that. I did that a couple times. Because they asked, used to always go on vacation and shit. So they went, this is me and my sister. We got a little older, so they trusted us in the house by ourselves, whatever. And we did tell them who all came to the house. So I only, at that time, was only dealing with my girlfriend. She was dealing with her guy at the time. And then my cousin would come over with whatever chick he was fucking with. So, like, they was cool with that. 
Now, I had a whole bedroom, my own room, my own bed, all that shit. So I was like, well, let's go fuck up my parents' room. I don't know why I wanted to do it, but I, I, I definitely fucking they did the night before they came home. See, I ain't never did it in a bed, but definitely in a crib. His mama crib, my mama crib. Shit, we pull over and we drunk and just can't wait and do it right there in the car. Shit, like you said, the lake. It's been some crazy places. <laughs> That's yeah, what makes it fun, though, and exciting because it's like yeah. it's a rush. It's like, oh, man, I know I ain't supposed to be doing this, but come on, we can do it anyway and make it a little bit more that's, fun and exciting. And coming full circle, that's where a lot of the cheating comes from because it's a rush. You know you ain't supposed to do it, but you do it. Like, I did, you know, I had sex in front of my house in the car right before I came home. Like, they, yeah, I know I ain't supposed to be doing this shit, but it's a rush. Like, uh, I, had, I used to have, now, my mama, uh, funny story, funny story. My dad told me, if you ever have a female over and we here, I'm never going to knock on your door. You can go in the room and close your door. I don't care. I'm never going to bother you if you have a female here in the house. I'm like, huh, bet. Y'all niggas know what I'm, what I'm on there. So, like, I used to bring a lot of different fucking girls over. And my mama got to the point where she stopped trying to learn these females' names and everybody was, hey, girl. Like, that, to me, <laughs> is the funniest shit. Like, everybody was just, oh, hey, girl. Like, she never cared to know anybody's name. Now, it was very rare that my mother knew anybody's name. That was only because I was actually fucking with them at the time. But this one girl who I was actually fucking with legit tried to get me to fuck her in the living room on my on the couch. I'm like, I would, but no. Nah. Like my mama likes to get up at random times in the middle of the night and like she be going to the kitchen to snack on shit. Like there's no way in hell I'm gonna be trying to fuck on you. And my mama is light on her feet, so you can't hear her when she's coming. So, like, hell no. Nah. That's probably one of the few times I rejected some ass. Like, no, nah, we, we ain't doing this one. I got two sons, and I can't wait for them to get old and think I'm going to be a land for them. They're going to bring a girl to the crib, and I'm going to be like, you is not the little girl that was just at my house last yeah. night. Oh. Why are you going to do that? You can't even do that. You can't even no, do I'm that. I'm on that. I never outed my son. I never outed my son. I'm uh, no, on I, that. I, I try to do it once for funny shit. I'm going to uh, make them suffer for their they daddy mistakes. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, uh, that is not the girl no. from yesterday. No, you can't be doing that. Girl, do your mama Lucky. know you out here? What is Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> when my grandma was yes, alive, it's... she outed me one time. She, she yeah, ain't finna be none of that in my house. Don't you think this is, little boy? You better go find you some business. <laughs> yeah, my grandma <laughs> fucked me up. I had, I think I, it was like a family function or whatever at my auntie crib. My grandma was there right there by it. So I took Shorty with me. Now, my family knew who my girlfriend was at the time, but this big time, fucking around, brought in a whole nother chick, you know, um, 
And when I brought um, the chick around, she didn't know that I had a girlfriend or like that. So, of course, I'm not going to tell her. My motherfucking grandma called this girl another one, this other girl's name. So, oh, Terrell, this ain't the, uh, this ain't the other girl that you had, is it? I'm like, damn, grandma, you just fucked me over big time. Shorty was pissed. <laughs> like, she stopped, she stopped fucking me after that. I'm like, damn, grandma, you, you kind of fucked me up on that one. Like, you ain't had to do that. <laughs> like, you know that ain't her, and you go ask me in front of her. Why would you do that, Grandma? That was that was crazy though. I gotta I have a, I'm gonna reach out to more people to get more confessions for the next time I do it. Because uh, the very first time I did it, I had to make like two different shows because there was so many people who had very fucked up confessions. Far more worse than I think mine could ever be. Like I, this one chick, um, was best friend, best fucking friend with this other chick, and how did it go? She said that they was out of some club, whatever, and they there were some guys who wanted to buy them drinks. They were both attracted to the same guy, but he went with the best friend. And she got so jealous, and she ended up fucking the dude multiple times, even while him and her best friend was dating. Like, yo, that is fucked up. Like, that, that ain't your best friend. Like, you can't say that's your best friend. If you, just because she got the guy that you like, there's plenty more fish in the sea. But you ain't have to go fuck with niggas. We're like, damn. They probably could have fucked people too, too, this man. You know, you know, but yeah, people. Whew. And I know I was ruthless, but damn, that that I couldn't do that to the homies. Like I would never, could never fuck, you know, the homies girl alone, no shit like that. That's crazy. Have one of your uh, friends ever fucked one of your girls? Uh, ooh, shit, you know what, yes, and I just, I, I just lied, but I swore that I was going to take this to the grave, but because of statute of limitations, I don't talk to neither one of you <laughs> motherfuckers, so they will never know. You were killing me with know. that. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So, this is what happened. Again, in college, you know, I'm going through my whole phase, so I'm fucking whoever. And whoever you want to tell, cool. If they want to fuck, cool. Now, me and this dude at a particular time, we, you know, I guess consider each other best friends, brothers, whatever. And we also had girlfriends at the time and shit. So the four of us would always do shit together. Now, there was no way in hell at that time that I was attracted to his girl. Like, I, there was just nothing. It was never none of that. But I consider her like a sister or whatever. And me and him were one and the same. We also did our dirt with other women together. So, like, me and him would go, you know, fuck with other females and shit together. Um, I will never forget this day. She called me about 2 o'clock in the morning. And we, you know, I didn't mind. We always talked, you know, about 
you know, my relationship with her relationship, give her advice and vice versa. So that's what I thought it was. I thought that she wanted advice, you know, about Buddy. She called me 2 o'clock in the morning. It was like, hey, best friend, can you come over? I just want to talk. Cool. You know, I don't mind. Mind you, it's a summer breezy night. I go to her house. She comes outside in a trench coat. I didn't really think nothing of it, but, like, looking back at it, it was like, it's a summer night. Why the fuck are you wearing a trench coat? Whatever. Gets in the car. We talk. She kind of breaks down a little bit. She's like, oh, I just wish he was like you. You know, when we go places and, you know, y'all play pool, whatever, you still check on your girl and this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe I can talk to her about it and shit will get better. I don't know. So this took time. I broke up with my girl, and they were broken up. She talking, she talking. I'm looking out the window. She calls my name. I turn around. She kissed me. I was like, oh, wait, what are you doing? She's like, shut up. Just let it happen. I'm like, but that's wrong. Like, trade my nigga. Ah, fuck it. Statue of limitations. I'm like, no, nah, trade my nigga. Ended up kissing anyway. So then she takes off her trench coat, all she had on, bra and panties. So she pretty much knew what she was on that entire night. I was oblivious to it. I didn't know. And we ended up fucking three nights in a row. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I it had to throw it out. I legit, yes. So the third night, again, in the uh, we was in the fucking uh, goddamn Chevy Cavalier, right? The third night, we had sex. After we was done, we were just sitting in the car, and she breaks down crying. I'm like, what the fuck? She was like, I just, you know, want, again, her man to be like me or whatever. I'm like, ah, you know, we got to stop doing this at this point. Like, let's let's just stop. She's like, yeah, you're right. You can't be doing this no more. She's like, well, what are you thinking about right now? I'm like, well, right now, low key, I want to fuck one last time <laughs> before we call it quick. And so we did, right? We went to school the next day. Next thing I know, they back together. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, so in my mind, I'm like, damn, like, nigga, if you kiss her, you kissing my dick, but whatever. He pulls me aside. He's like, bro, I think she was fucking with another nigga while we was on our little breakup. I was like, damn, for real? Why'd you say that? And the nigga said, because her hole is bigger. And, like, do you know how hard it was for me to keep a straight face with him telling me that shit? Like, <laughs> I was like, so, no. okay, either, either, I open her up or you just don't have enough. Like, I don't know which one is it, but, like, that was so goddamn funny. It was so hard to keep that straight face when he told me that. Like, damn, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up. So, karma, full circle, karma hits me uh, a couple years later. Um, they officially stopped fucking around with each other. And... Me and this girl was together for a while, and we broke up. She kind of did me dirty. She just broke up with me out of the blue. Um, I ended up getting to some dumb shit, got locked up for the weekend, came home. I called her, was like, hey, baby, what's up? Like, 
you know, I know you was worried about me. This is what happened. She's like, I got something to tell you. I don't want to, you know, do this laser no more. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I heard from her for three, four months. Then we reconnected, and I was trying to get back with her, and she was, like, going along with it, right? So me, her, and him all went out one day or whatever, and they find out that they live close to each other. And I noticed they started kicking it a little more. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't really care. Now, mind you, again, I'm trying to work things out with her. One particular time, I go to his crib, and she's there, and I notice hickeys on both of their necks. So I'm like, damn, y'all, like, like, hold on, bitch, like, I thought we were supposed to be fucking around. Like, what's going on? They never said anything about them two fucking around. They were talking about, oh, I was with my ex, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Next day, I see on Facebook that they was together, all booed up, and this, that, and the third. I'm like, damn, low-key, that's karma for me fucking your bitch years ago. And, like, she kind of, <laughs> she wasn't my girl, but, like, I thought that we were getting back together type shit. So I guess you kind of can say, consider that as him fucking my girl. But, like, other than that, um, me and, like, my solid day one friends, my homies, I consider my brothers, we've been made a pact, you know, upon us getting closer that we would never fuck one another's ex-girlfriends that we ultimately truly care about. If she is just a slut, then she's a slut. But if she's somebody we cared about or ex, like, nah, we would never do no shit like that. So I hope, yeah. I hope that none of them fuck them. But, like, outside of that, I don't think, I don't think nobody is. Me and uh, hey. another Some homie of mine shit, man. more... You say what? I said you done been through some shit. Man, look. Listen, Linda, I definitely have. Definitely have. But um, remember how I told you that uh, the episodes usually last an hour, but sometimes they go longer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is what happens sometimes. I'll be on the show, like, it's supposed to last an hour, but then you get into deep conversation about shit, and it spills over. Um, randomly, two times this happened. I had my manager on the call, on, on air with me, and we've had, we're about to end the show, and then we'll have a caller call in. So there was two, two incidents that happened all in the same month, and this was literally last month. We was about to end the show. No, we was talking about poly relationships. So I had I had two, three other people to call in and talk about their experience in poly relationships. And, you know, I'm having questions for them. We having a great little conversation. And I'm about to close up the show. I get a caller. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, she gets on the call. She's like, first and foremost, I want to thank the Lord. And I want to give all praises to the, to, you know, the man upstairs, Miss Man the Third. I'm like, oh shit, she must be a church going woman. Like she about to like cuss everybody out because she a church woman and y'all talking about poly relationships and shit. So that's what my head was at, right? The next thing that she said was, I just, I just wanted to let y'all know that she said, what she she said, don't. Uh, man, what the fuck she said? 
She said, don't um, support the special, the people in the Special Olympics. Like, that fucked my head up. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would we not support the Special, you know, the Special Olympics? Like, that's kind of crazy for you to say some shit like that. This bitch goes Why was her reason? Oh, my. You, this is what she said. She said because they never paid her. They don't do nothing for them. They beat on them. They have sex with them and all this other crazy shit, right? So I'm like, oh, man, that's fucked up. And this is where what she said next is when I knew she was lying. She said, yes, I'm 37 years old, and I've been in the Special Olympics for, uh, what should you say, for 30 years. And I quickly put math together, like, you're 37, you've been in the Special Olympics for 30 years. It would mean you've been your first Olympics at seven, which is, uh, I highly doubt that because there's no seven-year-olds who are in the Olympics. You have to be a certain age, and seven ain't it. So I'm like, yo, this bitch lying. So then she started throwing out her cash app. They need to support her cash app. And then she said, well, why why couldn't I be uh, an, a politician or somebody to hold office speak well? I can articulate. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, you know what they told me why I couldn't hold a seat in office? I'm like, why? She was like, <laughs> she said because they said, she couldn't hold a seat is because she was retarded. I was like, yo, you fucking wilding out now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they would never say no shit like that to a special needs person. But, like, she she really tried to run a whole script to make it just so people could, could cash out for her money. Like, it was, it was fucked up. She went on a 20-minute rant. And as much as I wanted to just hang up on her, I couldn't because I was just interested in all the fuckery that she that was coming out of her mouth. So I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so when I got on air the next day, I uh, apologized for it. Like, yo, you know, that ain't what we do here in the show. But, I mean, it was, it was cool. It was funny. And then towards the end of last month, again, I'm on air with, um, my manager, I can't remember what the subject was. I'm getting ready to close out the show. These two white guys call in. He's like, yeah, uh, I saw the show. Everybody told me that I should call in, and I got a dilemma. Well, okay. He's like, yeah, I need, I need you guys' advice. I've heard that you guys can, you know, help out with stuff like this. So I'm, I'm thinking it's relationship shit or whatever, whatever. The man, long story short, the one of the brothers uh, fills up on his animals, especially his dogs. He jags the dog's dick off, like legit does sexual favors or sexual things to his animals. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I try, as a radio personnel, I tried to hold my composure, but I couldn't. I just started laughing my ass off. I had to mute myself several occasions. But, like, they going on and on. His, his other brother started crying and shit. was like, you're a sick individual. You need help. He's like, I don't need help. And because you're angry, I'm going to go give my dog a double whammy. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yo, this shit is crazy. And I went on for about a good 30 minutes. But it's just like, yo, random random shit like that is just, it's just crazy. Like, I don't, 
I don't know. I, I've heard some ridiculous shit, but I think that took the icing of the cake. And we only five months into the damn year. People crazy, and they really be white people. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I yeah, seen this right video there. on Facebook the other day where this girl, I don't know how she knew to do this, but she was just walking through the field recording, and she walked up to the window that was open, and her boyfriend was in the doggy styling a dog. Like, how did you even know what? this was going on? Y'all be too horny And I don't mean y'all Not you in particular It's just guys Like y'all just be some horn dogs I I am (laughs) Hey Jill But but I don't know Some I think the studies show that scientifically men Start falling off in their 30s I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm just, like, at my peak, well, I'm still peaking. Like, I'm just, like, all the time, just ready ready to go, ready to blast off all the time. Don't know why, but I'm cool. I'm I'm cool with with no type of, uh, what they call them, motherfuckers? They have erectile dysfunction and shit. I'm cool. I ain't got none of that. <laughs> so now that you're the age that you are, you didn't experience life and being a sad dude and almost getting killed for some pussy and shit. How do you feel about <laughs> how you feel about a like a polygamy relationship? Like, would you ever be in a a three way relationship, or is you at uh, that point where no. you're ready? To- to just be with one woman. So, um, I am married, and you say what? We did try that. I am married, and we did try that. It didn't work. Um, I think. Well, since the the show where I had you know, people who actually deal with the poly relationship. I had more of an understanding of it now than I did then. I think then it was more so we just wanted the sex from the other chick. So I, I don't know if, like, you can't really consider it a poly relationship. But, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess at that particular time she was, like, our little girlfriend or whatever. So if, if I was to do that now, it would have to be a good conversation about, okay, what is the roles being played? What do you want out of it? What do we want out of it? Like, for me, I want, like, it has to be a financial game. Like, we'd have to build some shit together for me to want to do that shit all over again. Or if it is just sex, then it, it would, to me, I don't consider that a poly relationship. It's just somebody we want to make sure we have sex with. I that went on it. for, like, that went on for like oh, a few months, I think. Threesomes are uh, threesomes are a lot of work nowadays. I ain't gonna lie. Too much time, too much energy. You gotta focus. Like, ah. <laughs> I think everybody. 
I think everybody should try it once. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> nah, he said it's too much work. Oh no, niggas got older now. I done got old. Like I don't be want to fuck for long. None of that shit. Like yo, give me fifteen minutes of your time, if that. <laughs> Back in the day, motherfuckers, you want to fuck for hours. Fuck that. Nope. I've done that before. That shit is not fun. Like, you can hear all those little girls like, oh, I need a man that can last for three hours. Like, no, you don't, lady. No, you don't. Because if you really fucking this man for three hours, your pussy is very trash. And he's fucking nonstop for three hours. Now, if y'all stop. It's very trash. Do some shit. Right. Now, if y'all stop and do some shit, and, you know, in between time for the duration of three hours, cool. But if you just want three hours of straight fucking, yeah, you, you your pussy is trash. I've I've had an uh, incident where I was fucking this girl literally, uh, it was damn near an hour and a half straight, and I'm like, I ain't even come here. Like this shit is so trash, so weak. I went straight into home base when I slid in. So it was like, I couldn't just fake this nothing. But like, yeah, I came so we can stop because this is horrible. Every since then, I don't want nothing past at least 25 minutes. If that. He say, unk and old. Yeah, yeah. As you get older, a lot of stuff that you used to do, you kind of don't want to do no more. Or you'd rather just do it with one person. I can dig it. I definitely can. But I took a muscle relax a little earlier and it started to kick in. And this show has lasted long enough. I would like to let everybody know who has tuned in to let y'all know that Miss Tanika here is officially my co-host for Monday and Tuesday shows or whenever she's available to be on the show with me. So uh, for all those who is tuned in, shoot me an email if you got my business email. If you know me personally, text me, DM me, whatever. And let give me some feedback on the show tonight. But yes, you are now. I'm considering you as my co-host now. Um, Y'all can go ahead gonna, and follow me on all the social platforms. Tanika Avante. Go ahead and get on that website. Order y'all some some stuff. TanikaAvanteCollection.com. Y'all gonna hear some more Spell from it. me. This my first time, so you know. Spell it. <laughs> but my, I hope y'all enjoyed the show. I really, really do. This was my first time. I enjoyed it. I was a little bit nervous. Didn't really know what to expect because I never been on the hosting end. I just be listening and tuning in. So I enjoyed it, and I hope y'all enjoyed it too. Oh, it'd be random. It gets random. Um, there may be some day. I know for a fact next Tuesday we're going to have an artist call into the show, a rapper, some guy, hit up the program director. We want to do a show. 
So there's times we do have artists or poets or whoever the hell wants to call the show and do something that related. But we'll talk off air about that shit. Um, I will add you to the Facebook chat that um, the radio team is a part of. But yeah, again, off air, I'll give you all that. But y'all know me. Y'all know my shit that you can follow me at. And for all those who don't, follow my IGs at Radio Rail 21 and also Hell Rail 1290. I respond to either one. Ladies, please keep it professional because y'all have been wilding the fuck out in my inbox. Especially these fucking sugar mamas that's been looking for me to be a sugar baby. Like, y'all, get out there. No, we're not. We're not, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> as y'all know, April April 30th, I dropped my second EP. It's Rail on the Beat Volume 2, so follow that on all major music platforms. Me and B-Trey are working on a B-Trait, a beat tape. I got my three done. I'm waiting on history, and we'll get it together for y'all. Create a great, great, great uh, music platform, or great, y'all know what the fuck I'm trying to say, um, June, 20, June 10th to the 13th, I'll be on vacation, so I will not be doing a Monday show, um, I more than likely will do it the following day when I come back from vacation, June 24th, that whole weekend, uh, I've been blessed to be doing, being interviewed I'm on the Apex radio show, so shout out to Apex. Uh, I'll be in in Maryland, somewhere in Maryland or New York, one of the two. Uh, No, I'll be in Maryland um, June 24th, and I'm trying to also squeeze out another radio show around the same, sometime during the same day. Uh, More details soon, but that'll be out in New York, so I'm trying to do that shit that whole weekend. And I've also been blessed to do a live interview September 10th or the 17th. Once the date is confirmed, I'll let y'all know. And I'll be hosting a live event out in Maryland, maybe New York again. But I'll let y'all know. Uh, I think that's it for announcements. I think, I don't know. I think that's it. Uh, I know you spread it your social. Is there any words that you want to give, leave leave everybody with some gems tonight? Just stay humble. Just stay blessed. I mean, I ain't really got nothing, man. I ain't got nothing, man. I just stay humble, stay blessed, stay prayed up, and love those that love you. Facts. Y'all know me. Stop with the bullshit. You keep up. That I, you know what? So I ain't even gonna say uh, a little slogan that be saying, but uh, I want to let you know that this radio show is not just heard here locally in Chicago. We're also heard around other countries. We're hovering somewhere at 60, 65, 70 different countries that tune into our show on a regular. So even if they don't, they're not listening today, they do fuck with the show and listen to it another date. Um, for those who don't know, after we're done airing, if you missed the show and you caught the tail end of this, you can always go back and listen to it on Apple Music and Spotify.
Spotify. Literally about five to ten minutes after we're done airing. So you can always go back, type in OG Radio, O.G.Radio. It's the white background with the boom box. It pops up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other um, podcast platforms. Um, I'm going to play this out to Chicago. I think they're from Chicago. They might not be. I don't know. They're called Flavor Gang. And this is called Keep Calling. Good night, all. We love y'all. Appreciate you on uh, deciding to be my co-host for here on out, pretty much. So wherever I go, you go. Just want to let you know that. <laughs> Stay blessed. So good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Follow her man.